0: What's going on? What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of The Nikhil Sai Show, which is hosted by me, The Nikhil Sai. And guess what's going on today? We are back with another amazing Two Comma Club interview. And guess who is the guy who is hopping on the show today? This is a crazy story to talk about because being an immigrant, they actually migrated or immigrated to USA in 1999 and started running their business. And actually, he was the son of pastor who actually is scaling business massively and helping hundreds, if I'm not wrong, thousands of entrepreneurs build seven-figure businesses right now. They're crazy when it comes to real estate and well-known YouTube stars. These guys have built a following of over 150,000 YouTube subscribers. At the same time, they've been helping thousands, if I'm not wrong, tens of thousands of real estate agents close more deals using their coaching program. And we have the Quack Brothers right now, and we especially have one of the main quark here right now who is joining the show right now. So let's not waste any time. And welcome Sam Quack, creative engineer at the QuarkBrothers.com. Hey Sam. Hey, hey, how's it going, everybody? It's going great. Thank you so much for being on time, Sam. Appreciate
1: your time, definitely. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yeah, so I'm how's the day so far, by the way? Yeah, doing well. Uh super awesome. Uh, you know. I'm doing amazing Uh, never, never more thankful that that I'm alive and I have, you know, arms and legs to be to be able to walk in. So, yeah, (laughs) absolutely, Sam, that's really exciting. So
0: Sam, like we would love to hear your story from actually being an immigrant to now running multiple million dollar businesses. That's Mm -hmm. crazy. story. would you like to start with your backstory? Like how all of this crazy journey started?
1: yeah so um I don't know exactly where you want me to start, but um, yeah, so just like what uh, Nicoo has said i'm you know I'm, I'm i'm an immigrant, I've been here since nineteen ninety nine I don't feel like an immigrant because I've been here pretty much ninety percent of my life. um <laughs> I, I moved here when I was six or seven, and um you know I, I do still remember a lot of things that happened you know when I was five or six back in nineteen ninety nine um you, you know a lot of the big challenges being language culture um uh, people food everything right so mm-hmm. it's completely up, upside down um and uh, fast forward know, i went through the whole uh, uh, elementary school middle school high school here and uh, at, at the end of high school i really didn't know what i wanted to do you know i wasn't like a lot of people where or some people may say well i, I want to get into entrepreneurship or or even just the last 10 years uh this whole entrepreneurship thing got really really attracting uh to a lot of people but um, at that time, you know, when I was in high school, um, not a lot of my friends and peers were getting into business or or entrepreneurship in general. True. So uh, right after high school, I joined the military. I joined the army, and uh, I was in the army for well, I was in the army for six years. So what, I, what ended up happening is for the first year, I did this whole active duty and training thing, and um, the, the the remaining five and a half years, I've done uh, National Guard slash mm-hmm. uh, Army Reserve. And um, while I was doing that, um, I was doing what everyone was doing, going to school, right, going to college, and still you know trying to figure out what I wanted to do in my life. So it was around, I think when I was 19 years old, uh, someone I was working out in a gym, I was in a gym uh, in the college college gym, and someone approached me and said, "Hey, uh, I got this business opportunity for you." Um, and at that time, I was kind of in and out of doing business. I was running another business at the time. And someone said, "Hey, I have a business opportunity for you." Well, uh, now I know that's a code word for, "Hey, I want to recruit you to my MLM." Um, but I didn't know it at the time, right? Um, and back in like yeah. back when, like around that time, some people know may know what I'm alluding to. But this like energy drink MLM was a big thing, um, and everyone was joining it. Everyone was was selling this energy drink. I'm not going to say the name because you know don't want to necessarily tarnish anyone's reputation, but. Um, and I got in, I got involved. I mean, it was, it was a very attractive group of people, um, uh, energy wise, and, and just the amount of, um, um, you know, positivity that this group had. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I'll, I'll give this group a great credit cause they, they did teach me a lot about personal development, um, gave me a lot of necessary business skills and at least understanding and getting me on the path. Um, and of course like all mlm stories i decided to leave uh because i wasn't making much money i made i made 20 bucks and i was very happy with that uh, <laughs> the the amount of work that i did to earn that 20 bucks was uh, yeah it, it, it didn't seem like it was worth it so i left it i left the company le- left you know just didn't even bother to say goodbye or anything um three or four, four months later the company actually ended up getting sued by the Federal Trade Commission. So, I think, thankfully, I was out before, well, long before that. And I, I wasn't anything big. So, they probably wouldn't even have looked at me. So, uh, but in being in that group, um, you know, I got to read this book called Rich Dad Poor Dad. I'm sure a lot of you guys have read it before. A lot yeah. of you guys be fans. Um, read the book, and it, it literally opened a whole entire world to this idea of real estate investing, right? Buying apartment buildings, buying, um, Buildings to fix and flip, uh, and really gave me this this uh, this this possibility that I can go and start doing start to do this. Uh, but at that time, um, I was broke. Uh, you know, no credit, no money. Uh, my dad wasn't Donald Trump, right? I didn't have any uh, rich uncles and family members, and um, and um, but I still wanted to get into real estate investing somehow. I wanted to learn how to buy rental properties and really set myself financially free. So I started watching YouTube videos, started reading books, started reading, uh, as much materials as as I can to get my hands on about real estate investing. And I started attending, uh, um, seminars, bought courses and bought, bought programs, uh, you know, with credit cards. So I was literally getting into debt, uh, buying real estate courses and, um, and then in in that journey of learning and, and and taking real estate courses, I I met several mentors along the way. Uh, really taught this taught me the skills I needed to succeed. And uh, how is how I was generating income at the time I was was um, I became an affiliate for one of the courses that I was that I was uh, that I bought. Mm-hmm. So wow. I on, yeah I started selling courses as an affiliate. Started marketing. And That's really where I learned how to do marketing. Um, putting YouTube content out there, doing uh, email marketing, and learning how to write copy, um, automation, the whole nine yards. And at the same time, I was doing real estate on the side. So buying apartment buildings, um, learning how to raise money, doing all kinds of cool tactics. So 2017 was really our year. Uh, 2017, um, we did—we crossed our $100,000 a year mark. We, we, we broke six figures in uh and our um our affiliate business so we were doing six figures at the time and at the same time we bought over 75 units of rental properties uh in one year so we just went all out like 2017 just like we just whooping big yeah yeah and yeah. 2018 um that's when we started to notice we were attracting people asking us hey teach us how to do that um you should you should give us um your, your secret sauce right so at the end of 2018, that's when my brother and I decided, hey, let's stop being affiliates to this company. Let's go and start our own company. Let's go and start our own education uh, company because at the end of the day, we thought, hey, we, there's some areas that we could probably do better uh, and really focus on to where we can really help people uh, do the same thing that we did. Mm-hmm. So 2019, We broke away, started our, our own company, our own business that year we did. Uh, we, so 2018, we did hundred, I think we did $250,000. So a quarter million dollars, 2018, uh, 2019, we did $650,000. Uh, last year we did a mil, over a million and this year we're on track to do 1.8. So, uh-huh. uh, yeah, with our, with just our course business. So that's not even our real estate, you know, purely our courses and, and training, so that, you know, obviously, uh, got us to the two comma club, uh, last year and, uh, we learned a lot along the way and yeah, man, it's been a journey. Uh, never thought I would, I would be able to, to cross that mark, you know, in 2019, I was like, man, how can I get, get to this whole two comma club thing? That sounds really cool. <laughs> and 2020 like just happened. So, um, you yeah. know, yeah, thank God for all the the knowledge and, 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 and the experience the people and, and. Um, the mentors that that came into my life and really planted, um, you know, all the necessary knowledge, wisdom, and experience that I needed to 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 accomplish that. And also, we have uh, some great some of the greatest people working in our team uh, that mm-hmm. really helped us get there. So, yeah, so that's a little bit of background uh, to to how, how how I made it to this point.
0: Absolutely. Wow, wow, Sam. That's really inspiring, right? Like from all the way to being broke to now actually making 1.8 million in sales this year, which is like we haven't even uh, ended the second quarter which is amazing crazy right that's so inspiring i think mm-hmm. this will help a lot of people who are at the rock bottom to understand like how they can actually be consistent and get to the level where they want to be that's so interesting sam and we really see the impact what you're making with your coaching business and also in your real estate business that that really inspires us day in day out so sam let's dive into some quick questions on demand uh, with your acquired knowledge sure. so sam as you're helping a lot of real estate businesses right now the most common trouble you see is qualified lead, right? Like they want to be like cost-effective lead generation systems, right? So what do you think is the best lead generation
1: strategy, especially for real estate business in 2021? Oh, um, well, it depends, right? So um, um, so one thing that I want to clarify is that uh, we don't... So our, our target niche is not real estate uh, uh, agents. We're on mm-hmm. the kind of the opposite side. So we're we're targeting real estate uh, investors. And this market it's is indication. really... Hard. What's that? Yeah. Syndication. Yeah, yeah. So our, our market's kind of challenging because I want to say challenging. Um, it, it's very overcrowded with a lot of different real estate courses, a lot of real estate investors, gurus, um, yeah. and a lot of content, a lot of noise out there. Um, so there's a lot of, there's, a, there's definitely a lot of competition. So, um, the, the key here, if you want to succeed, especially in this, um, what I would refer to as, as the, as the bloody ocean, right? So for those who read the book uh, Blue Ocean, Bloody Ocean? Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Right now, the real estate investing coaching um, coaching industry is definitely bloody. It's very, very red. Um, so to to make to turn into a blue ocean or to get into a, a very um, a blue ocean uh, market is you have to start looking at a, a very specific uh, strategy or tactic and be the 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 coach or the expert of that. So last year, uh, we tried doing this whole hey we're going to teach you how to just invest in real estate very general knowledge. we were getting into the bloody ocean, the red ocean um, and and we didn't do well uh, we, we weren't get we weren't getting that that much of a qualified lead mm-hmm. um, but we, we pivoted and said, you know what let's go in and, and get specific and let's teach people how to raise money, which is a, a very subset skill um When it comes to real estate investing, I believe it's a necessary skill, uh, but it's a very subset skill now because of this, this is such a a very niched and specialized, um, area of expertise in real estate investing. And it's usually targeted to people that already know that they want to raise money. Um, you can actually charge high high ticket for, for this. So Mm -hmm. the way that we qualify leads and we get very specific And we don't make this an accident at all because what happens is before we get into any niche or we get into any kind of um, uh, product development phase, we Mm -hmm. have to first um, come up with a a target avatar. So we go through an avatar development phase. So our avatar um, actually is – so he's a man. It's a a, a dude. Uh, He's a guy named Alan. He's out of Texas. He's, he's already done a, a real estate deal or two. He's got some cash, but he really wants to scale and grow to where he can do, you know, he can buy 100 unit, 200 unit apartments. And the, the big struggle is that he's tapped out in credit. He's tapped out with cash um, and, he, and he's got a full time nine to five job. And his, his wish and his desire is to ultimately go and do full time into real estate. So that's our target person, right? And everything wow. that we do, our copy, our webinar, our ads, uh, is everything is geared and, and we're talking to Alan, right? We're, we're, we're pretending that Alan is in front of us and saying, hey, um, do you want to break out of your nine to five job, go full time to raise capital or something like that? Um, so that's how you do it. And also you have to say no to the wrong leads. You have to say no to the not qualified people. So if you, if you ever... Funnel hack us. Um, you'll notice that in our coaching application, it will say, if you don't have $10,000, don't apply. Um, cause that like, we know that if you don't have $10,000, you probably never done a deal before and you're not stable right now. You probably need something else. So we, we do a lot to disqualify people and, um, know what, what target we want. Um, and we get very specific and, uh-huh. Just by doing that, your conversion rate goes up, and also the lead quality goes up. In terms of um, cost for ac- acquisition, y- you actually you actually pay less of co- cost per acquisition because you're not trying to deal with everybody at the same time. So, uh, in terms of generating leads, my best lead generation is um, first figure out who the avatar is. Um, do pu- you know publish content, podcasts, YouTube videos that are specifically for Alan? You know for this avatar. And you'll naturally mm-hmm. um, you, you'll naturally attract those people, and what's really cool about YouTube and 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 we're you know we do a lot on YouTube right now, is yeah. that the more specific you get in terms of your avatar and who you're talking to, um, actually Google will help you. Google actually will detect what you're saying on your video. They'll they'll know what keywords you're using, and they'll deliver it to the right audience uh, based on will you say what your message is and what your audience will typically like? So, um, that's something powerful that you could, you can leverage. And that's Google's algorithm to help you find the audience you need. And it's probably the best lead generation method, especially if you're starting organic. Um, so that's a little bit of my insight into lead generation.
0: Wow, Sam, that's that's really brief and super exciting. Like the golden nuggets you're dropping about the lead generation strategy. Like we're glad that, that we met Alan, right? And that's yeah. it. That's a groundbreaking solution for a lot of business owners who are trying to serve anyone and everyone, right? And as you just mentioned, as it gets more specific on who you are actually targeting, like whom whose attention are you, uh, you know, deserving, right? I think that's gonna decrease their ad cost dramatically. Like first of all, every business owner, as just Sam mentioned don't that don't do general messaging don't try to sell to everyone like don't try to sell all the 3 billion people who are online yeah. don't do that right so if you be specific the cost goes super down and you can be more positioned as an expert as just sam mentioned i think sam that was beautifully mentioned i couldn't even pick a specific topic because you were just so brief and clear right that's so yeah. exciting <laughs> thank you so much sam that's a brief answer thank you so let's yeah. get to the next question sam I would like to really learn, like, how did you actually acquire over 75 plus rental units in just one year, like your killer year, 2017? Like, how did you freaking do it? Like, that's so exciting because we also specialize in, you know, working with syndicate people who actually raise more capital. Like, this is a crazy business. Like, going from almost zero to 75 plus rental units, it's crazy. We would
1: love to hear that quick story. Yeah. Uh, first of all, buy, get into a coaching. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'll give you, I'll give you a little bit of the secret sauce, right? A little, little bit of taste and, and by no, like I'm not trying to promote my coaching right now, but, um, but the secret sauce is really, it comes down to, um, understanding. The, the first thing you have to understand is, um, like number one, you have to believe that money is not the only, re- only currency in the world. There's actually four currencies in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the first currency being obviously money right money is something you can use to trade for different things second mm-hmm. thing is um is time time's a currency okay uh third thing is knowledge okay you could be you, if you're an expert you definitely could attract you know a lot of different currencies and the fourth being relationships so if you don't have time or if you don't have money then you can use time to get money in fact that's what most people do is they go to work they trade their their hours they trade their time currency for more money currency, uh, but sure. and, and that's what most people do. Uh, the wealthy, what they do is they take their money currency and trade it for more time currency because time is more valuable uh, inherently because there's you know a limited amount of it. Um, the key here to to understanding how we went from zero to seventy five units is we took a lot of our time currency and a little bit of money currency and trade it for more knowledge currency and it, and then in turn we got we use our knowledge currency to create more relationship currency because because when you become an expert you just naturally naturally attract people that want to learn and want to uh, want to partner with you and so what we do is as we grow our knowledge currency and as we grow our relationship currency we're especially finding ourselves with relationships that have a lot of money currency. So what happens is we're going to leverage that relationship and say, Hey, listen, uh, let's say we got a guy named John, right? So Hey, John, um, you know, you got money currency. I got time and knowledge currency. Let's do a little partnership where we combine our currencies and let's go make a profit, more profit. Let's go create more currencies. So um, that's exactly what we did is we went and raised a crap ton of money and mm-hmm. started going out buying properties, creating partnerships. And sure, you know, we don't own 100% of these properties, but we own 50, 60, 70% uh, equity share of these properties. But the profit and the income that we generate from these apartments and these, these real estate properties, uh, we didn't have to put any of our own money in because we were able to leverage the knowledge and relationship currency to create more money, money currency. So, um, so that's a, I hope that can kind of give people a little bit of, p- it is p- it's p- just because, amazing. Yeah. 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 Because money isn't the only currency to leverage. You, you got to learn how to leverage some of the other currencies. And it's unfortunate because a lot of times people, you know, they, they listen to me say this. I'm like, well, Sam, I don't, I don't want to invest my time in more knowledge. Well, boo-hoo, that's kind of, that's, that's the way it works. true yeah
0: wow sam that that's so beautiful and the analogy you've been using to explain all the four different currencies and how you can exchange them to actually get to the level where you want to be i think that's just on point and it can really help i think this exact strategy can be used not just in real estate or investment space or actually acquiring units i think this could be used in any point of life right i think that's amazing absolutely yeah thank you so much sam that that's just exciting and the answers you're giving just are on point i really love it right that the yeah. conversation is going really well man thank you so much so let's talk about the next question sam so you see a lot of people who are actually doing a lot of stuff wrong especially in the syndication space right so would you like to talk about like what's what's the most thing which is going wrong or people what they're commonly doing wrong in the business right now in 2021 especially in the syndication space yeah
1: yeah so, um, you know, this includes syndication, also just general raising money, uh, cause you don't have to be a syndicator to raise money. Um, but a lot of it is people, you know, look at guys like Grant Cardone and look at guys, um, that are some of the top, you know, they're doing this, um, you know, in a, in a big way. And they mm-hmm. look at that and say, wow, like I, I want to be, I want to be like him. And they just go out and start raising money without any of the kind of the precept of understanding how, how, it how it all works. Um, or at least understanding what makes a good deal. Because a lot of times I've seen over and again, my brother and I have seen this over and over and over again, where the people go out and, and do this and, um, they lose a ton of money and now their reputation is shot and they're, they're pretty much benched. Like they can't come back into this market anymore. So to avoid that, um, it takes, takes patience to, you know, master your craft and really, and really understand start small. Um, it, it does help that you have some business acumen. Um, and, and so the big thing is don't burn trust, right? Don't burn relationships. Don't, um, you know, um, don't waste people's money and time. Don't, don't go out there and lose people's money. And if, even if you do, um, restore it and rectify that relationship by making it up and at least paying back your investors, right? At least paying back your people. So, um, the biggest mistake right now is people going out there raising money and it really doesn't matter if it's real for real estate or not. Some people out there raise, raise money for, for startups, for tech companies. And they go out there and, and they just burn money and learn it, yeah. it goes belly flop and, you know. So learn to build businesses before you go out and start raising money.
0: Absolutely, Sam. I think that's a golden advice, right? Like a lot of people, they actually genuinely have, don't have a strategy on how they're going to, how they're going to make the next deal profitable or the next startup idea profitable. But they just yeah. think like, oh, okay, if I raise a million dollars, this will be, 10 million and I'm going to give back. But the whole thing is the product isn't good, right? And it just goes down or same with the real estate investment space. I think that's so on point. Thank you so much, Sam. So let's get to the next quick question. When it comes to the space, especially not just in real estate, but any other business, the competition is one of the main problem because we see right now because of social media, advertising platforms became so easy to run. Now everyone got understood about how to do automations and ads and funnels and all of this cool stuff, right? So everyone is getting into this uh, top one person space of how they can use, how they can make most of the marketing right now in 2021, right? So yeah. what do you think is the best way to stand out of competition right now in this oh, industry?
1: This is easy, man. This is pure easy because there's a lot of people right now that are that are, say, that are marketers and, and business owners alike. They... You know, they they see the success of everyone's ha- that that everyone's ha- having, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh my gosh, I'm g- I'm gonna do this in like less than one year." They they have this really uh, incorrect expectation as far as what what they can accomplish. So I, I see this a lot, especially in the clickfunnels group. I, I see this a lot of Facebook groups where people are like, "Oh my gosh, I've been doing this for three months and I haven't made a dollar yet." I'm like, "Dude, you've been <laughs> you've been at it for three months. Like, give it some time." So I'm not necessarily worried about competition because naturally there there, there there are enough people out there that think you know they're gonna make a lot of money in three months or they're gonna get to the two comic club in like two months. It, it doesn't work that way. Uh, it takes a lot of work. I've I've been in this, I've been I've been an entrepreneur since um 2012. I mean it's been what like nine years, ten years almost? Yeah, nine years. You know, and and I like two years ago. I am just now crossing the two comma club. Like I, I, yeah, I make it sound really easy. I make it sound really simple, but it take it's taking a lot of work. Um, so the, the key to this is that it's not whoever is the smartest or whoever has the highest IQ or uh, it's not any of that. It's how how well can you s- stick to one thing until you succeed and not quit because you're not seeing the results right away. And that is, that is the number one success destroyer right now is people are expecting success, you know, happen in two or three years where sometimes it may take three or four or five years to get to where you're sustainable and you're profitable. Um, So yeah, like that's, that's probably the number one thing is if you want to stand out, stand, stand apart from your competition, plan on lasting more than your competition. That's it. That's all you have to do is, is just, stick to it, work at it, plan it, just pretend that you're going to, you're going to outlast your competitor and just keep on going because the way that you're going to win is stay in the game. Don't quit. And most likely if your competitor doesn't have the same grit and, and same fortitude, then they're going to quit. And now you're the only one standing. So absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Sam,
0: I think that was definitely on point. I think this is one of the most crucial advices business owners should really follow right now because you really mentioned it on point, right? They just need to be making sure that they stick to the same plan without confusing them, without getting into the shiny objects and if they, they stick to the same yeah. plan, the rest of the 90% of the competition is trying different things. So now these guys have more time to work on this specific niche and master this specific skill and they can just win and stand out of the competition. That's so beautiful, Sam.
1: Yeah, And uh,
0: yeah, Sam, I think your camera setting has been changed to 4K again because I see a lot of pixels uh, okay. running around. Yeah. Please try mm-hmm. to fix it for a second.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't, I haven't changed anything. So let me see here. Um, Yeah, I I didn't, I didn't change anything. So (laughs) I don't know. It's okay.
0: Yeah, no problem. No problem. Let's continue with the next question. Yeah. So yes. And that was beautifully answered. So let's get to the next quick question, Sam. So you're getting so many things done at this short time, right? You have only one currency, which is time, which is very limited, and you're using sure. so effectively. So we would love to learn like what tools or processes you use in your business to manage all of your projects, clients for the most productivity.
1: Yeah, so I'm 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 a Trello ninja. Um, I love my Trello account, um, Trello board. So if you don't know what a Trello is, um, it's a it's a tool where essentially you, you can kind of organize all the things you're working on. Um, and also like, you know, I have a, I have a decent sized team. Um, you know, we have marketing sales and, and products. And so, um, the way that we manage different tasks and, and processes is through Trello and, um, every, every, whatever, whatever someone's working on anything, it's all on Trello. And we know who's working on what and what's being completed. Uh, we can set due dates and so on. Um, so that's probably the best tool I use to not only delegate, but also track, you know, uh, tasks and, and things that I, I have to work on. So that's the number one thing I use. Uh, as far as email marketing, I use Infusionsoft. Um, it's kind of like active campaign, really, mm-hmm. same, you know, you can accomplish the same thing with, with, with either tools. Um, yeah. But as far as, like, self-management, um, you know, I, I do a lot to uh, make sure I don't get over-distracted or over-stimulated, you know, and and I have actually, I got a, I have a free course on how to, how to be really productive. Wow. Um, That's great. We'd love to check that out. Yeah. It's a simple 45 minute course. So, um, the, the, the number one problem that a lot of people face right now, especially entrepreneurs, uh, if you think you have like ADHD or something, it's actually not, and I'm not a medical professional to say anything like this, but I, I, at the end of the day, I don't believe, I don't necessarily, you want to blame ADHD. The, the problem that I see a lot of entrepreneurs and and non-entrepreneurs as well and especially why they feel distracted is they're overstimulated. I mean, there's too much things going, too much um, happening. Like you're on your Facebook, you're scrolling through your feed, or you're on Instagram, scrolling through your feed, and you're just constantly getting stimulated. So the key here is to purposely, purposely get bored, and purposely let your brain kind of recalibrate the way um, you know you get stimulated. So, um, so one of the things that I do is I purposely. Um, delete Facebook, delete Instagram, and and not get into like looking at feeds or videos. And I, I'm I'm really careful with my attention and where it goes. So I make sure, in order for me to focus really well and and to make sure I manage my bandwidth, I, I I'm a mental minimalist. So I try to cancel things if I need to. Uh, um, if I need to um, uh, do less, I do less. Um, you know, I'm I'm not. I am not a fan of having, you know, 20 different tabs open. So I, cl- I, I try to keep only three or four tabs open at, 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 most, uh, and try to focus on one thing at a time. Um, and that's how you create quality, quality, uh, work, quality, uh, flow, your work ethic goes up. Um, so that's yeah. probably the biggest thing, um, in terms of self man and self management and time and productivity. Uh, but th- those are some of the things I can share as far as maximizing, your time and your your effort and your, your thought space.
0: Absolutely, Sam. I think that was definitely something amazing. The golden egg here dropping. Mm-hmm. I just absolutely love it. Right. And as yeah. you just mentioned, multitasking is just a lie. Everyone who is hearing this out, like if you're thinking that you're a multitasker and doing well, hell no. Actually, yeah. it's proven that if, if the stats have already mentioned that you will decrease your productivity by over 40% if you're multitasking. Right don't do it, right? And Sam just stick to the fundamentals. And he's only getting one thing done quickly and making himself right. bored. And I really love the way you're mentioning uh, how you actually make sure that your attention is at the right place, not getting stimulated with 100 different things which you don't want to attract. I think that 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 should be definitely something which should be followed by over a billion people right now. Yeah. <laughs> Hope that will happen really soon. So thank you. Thank you so much, Sam. That was really great. Let's get to the next quick Question: Sam, we'd love to learn more about your daily routine. Like, what kind of rituals you follow? When, which time do you wake up, and what time you go to sleep? And how does your daily routine, work time routine, looks like?
1: Yeah, so I don't really have a quote unquote routine. Um, usually, uh, and I, I, do, I do have a schedule, right? And so, don't get me wrong, I, I do have a schedule, uh, but I don't necessarily have a quote unquote routine. Uh, but I guess my my morning ritual, uh, if, if if that's what you're asking, is you know I get up. Um, the first thing I do is I do a cold shower. So, uh, I jump in for 30 seconds, super cold, you know, shocks my system a little bit. Uh, but it's really good for you. I mean, I'm, I, there's a lot of health benefits to it, but it, the first thing it does is I, I get really focused. Um, it wakes me up immediately. In fact, uh, I used to be a huge coffee drinker. Um, I actually swapped, uh, I don't, I don't drink caffeine anymore as much as I do. So I, I've taken caffeine out of my system. Uh, mm-hmm. so I do cold shower instead. And, um, uh, because I just like the coffee flavor, uh, I just do decaf for 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 most most part, and I'll do tea. Uh, I do I do a lot of tea, um, and so that's what I do. And then next thing is I do I go into reading. Uh, I usually read. I'm I'm reflecting, uh, just thinking about the day necessarily from the from the perspective of um, you know what's important. And so I do have a faith background, so I'm I'm, I'm praying as well. You know, I'm praying for. Uh, how the day will go and, and who who I'll meet and, and how I'm going to show up, you know, how, how I'm going to present myself. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, I, I mean, I, it's very, I don't have a crazy intense, you know, routine. Um, you know, I do work out, I do go to the gym, um, you know, three times a week, you know, I do that right crazy. before lunch. Um, mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I don't, I don't have a crazy, you know, like 4am w- wake <laughs> up type of a routine, like the rock, uh, the Wayne Johnson, but um, now I keep it simple, right? Um, set yourself for success. Don't don't set yourself don't set yourself for failure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so beautifully articulated again, Sam. I think yeah. it's just about looking at your business and see what works in your business, unlike trying some 3 a.m. wake up time or two yeah. 2 a.m. Yeah. sleep times, right? I think that's yeah, yeah. that's greatly mentioned. So let's give it the next quick question, Sam. What will be your suggestion to a 20-year-old you or someone who's just getting started right now in business?
1: Yeah, um, yeah. It's funny because I got asked that question before, uh, like yesterday. So, like business wise, I'd say, um, yeah, get stay focused and think big. Um, think ten years ahead, because uh, a lot of times when you're twenty, you're thinking about now, right? You're thinking about how can I make money now? How can I get things done now? Like how can I bring the the pleasure, pleasures of life right now? But I mean, you gosh, you're only twenty, and I get it. You know, um, twenty. Twenty-year-old, fifty years ago, you would have done. You know, you, you were a full-fledged adult. But um, use your twenties to think about what's ha- what's ahead ten years later, and and commit the next 10, ten years to really learn, um, and 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 become an expert at something. Uh, because even if you're thirty, you know, you still have a long life ahead of you. So, um, you know, don't don't try to make money right away. Spend that time learning. Get your get your craft learn find a mentor work for free if you have to um and and learn as much as possible and get really dialed in um shiny object syndrome is probably the most deadly, deadliest thing uh so avoid shiny object syndrome focus on one thing and i mean it's okay to try different things but i think you should have done that in high school right high school is it, it, a great opportunity opportunity to try different things sports music business you know um, talk to the, you know, chat with different type of people uh but by the time i think um you're even in your twenties, you really don't know what you want. So, so, you know, let, let it be a life canvas, you know, white canvas and find a mentor that you really resonate with and, and just model after them and focus on just being a good human. Um, you know, don't, don't try to make as money or try to be a millionaire. Um, it's, it's a trap. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much the advice I would give to my, to a 20 year old self.
0: Mm wow wow sam that that's really really amazing that's really amazing we definitely appreciate that quick answer and it's just on point as i mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier bro so let's get to the next quick question sam so what are your life's biggest achievements so far and any next bigger goals
1: um what's my next goal um yeah so the, the goal is to uh i guess i'll talk by my achievement um I mean the, the big achievement I, I I would say is is getting married and being dad. <laughs> that's that's my life's biggest achievement. Um, achievement. Yeah. Yeah, it's a huge achievement and and it's, it's simple. I mean life should be so it should be simple. Um and, and the fact that I get to do that is 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 awesome. Um what I look forward to is um just on my personal life, you know, I I want to continue being a good dad. Um you know it's the number one goal. I, I never the, the biggest thing I I, I don't want is you know, 10 years down the road, I'm ultra successful. And I know, I know, you know, I'm not trying to sound cocky or arrogant in any way, but I know just, just from my, my own inhibition, I, I know I'm going to be successful. That's just, that's just way the it, way it is. But, um, but, you know, 10 years down the road, I'm ultra successful. But, you know, if my own kids don't know who I am, and I don't know who they are, and, and we haven't spent a lot of time that, you know, that, you know, that's, that's one of my, my biggest thing I want to avoid. So the goal is, is the vision is to be able to spend as much time with my kids as possible, my, my, the family. Because uh, at the end of the day, I can sell my business, walk away, and let the business run on its own. Uh, but but I can't necessarily sell my family and walk away. Um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm attached to my family forever. So um, and and so the the fact that I get to do that um, and the business allows for that is, is tremendous, and I, I want to keep it that way. Um, so my my goal necessarily isn't to make ten million or hundred million dollars. I'm not worried about that because I think it will happen. Uh, the goal is to really create um, a, a strong bond with the family, uh, and and that's really the goal. So again, being a good human that's that's yeah. it. That's simple.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, Sam. I think this is a real deep message that a lot of entrepreneurs really need to understand in their business time as well, right? They just need to be making sure that they spend enough time with their family as well. So yeah, we have a few more questions to wrap up. Sam. So let's get into the quick question. So what was the biggest mistake so far in your life in terms of business and personal?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think one that, uh, really, um, set me back, but I don't, I don't think I have one. I mean, the, the, yeah, again, it's going back to you when I was early twenties, you know, I was so, I was so focused on now, um, that, you know, I wasn't thinking about 10 years in the future or what mm-hmm. would necessarily bring me long-term success. So thinking short term has definitely, uh, you know, given me some setbacks. Uh, but it, it was it, it was a it was a, a learning moment where I, you know, because I thought that way, now I'm thinking, okay, I, I really need to think long terms. Even now, I I gotta stay away from this trap of thinking, you know, months or or days. I gotta start thinking about five years or ten years and uh, what I could do to really um, grow, not only as a business but as a perf- person for the next ten years.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Sam. I think that would change the complete plan when you just plan for a day and a year or 10 years, the plan sure. will be completely different, right? That's yeah. amazing. So yeah, and Sam, your main inspiration for success and any key people involved in your journey, would you like to mention anyone? Um,
1: I mean, there, there's a lot, right? There's a lot of people that w- were involved in, in in helping me become who I am. Um, yeah, I can't, th- I, I don't know if I have necessarily a single person in mind. Um, you know there's so many different people different authors different mentors um so yeah I don't know it's a comedy if I pick one i, I I'm, I'm gonna leave out the other uh so it's hard to say but um I'll say this it's not necessarily a person but it's it's the principles that I think is common amongst these people and that is that is um at the end of the day it's not it's not about it's about it's not about making money. It's about creating value and, and helping the world and creating impact and equipping people. And all the people that I, I see as success successful and, and they've been a very positive mentor figure of mine has already focused, has always focused on that is how do, how do I equip other people, how do I create value for other people, how do I support other people first? So putting others first before yourself and really thinking about how do I create a movement that's bigger than me. And so um, that seems to be pretty common amongst all the people that I follow and all the people I consider a mentor. Um, and unfortunately, I have had people that I thought were mentors, but they were, they were very selfish. They were very self-oriented, um, very, you know, I would say narcissistic, but they were very centered around me. Um, they, they seem cool, right? They have, you know, fancy cars, Lamborghinis, Ferraris, right? But at the end of the day, you know that can be that that can be a trap and it could be very toxic to, even to you and and how you perceive and how you show up to life.
0: Yeah, true, true Sam. I think that's a great learning for all of the podcast listeners out there, right? And I think that's so beautiful as well. So, I think that's great. You're one of the most beautiful human beings I've ever met. Sam. <laughs> Thank you, Amazing man. that you've been you've been delivering and all the friendly answers you've been doing. That's great. So, by the way, where can our audience find you mentoring? You're a great guy teaching a lot of importance, yeah. talking a lot of fundamentals on how this human mindset can work and how they can scale. So sure. where can our audience find you mentoring?
1: Yeah. So, uh, we're, you know, we're, we're very present on YouTube. So you can go to YouTube, subscribe to your channel and, and you comment and say, Hey, I, I saw you in, uh, Nikhil's, uh, uh podcast. And you know, if, if I see that, I'll say hello. And, um, and, uh, all the resources that you'll ever need from, from me and what we offer, you can find it on YouTube. It's it's uh, it's on our our video description section. Uh, so yeah, YouTube is our main main place. You can go hang out with us, interact with us. Uh, we're we're very we're very attentive to um, the comment section. So if you do comment, I'll, I'll look and I'll know. Uh, and um, and yeah, we'll we'll we we'll, can we'll we'll chat there. Absolutely, Sam. So everyone go check out the Quark Brothers YouTube
0: channel and you will love it. There are almost 150,000 subscribers. The content yeah. is just on point. Like you find a lot of financial information, investment opportunity on all the real estate market and everything is just crazy. And these guys make great content which is so entertaining you, you just that's that's what I call entertainment you love yeah. love the content you learn it and it's, it's you'd love to share it that that's great and I think that was just an amazing piece of content Sam and all the advisors really applied to me and all the other podcast listeners that's so grateful that you actually joined with us today so any last words before we conclude the whole podcast session today
1: Yeah. So the, the big thing is never quit. Um, you know, I truly believe that at the end of the day is if you want to learn or figure out anything, give it enough time and energy and you'll figure it out. Um, you don't have to be the smartest person in the world. You don't have to have the highest IQ. Uh, the, the big thing is perseverance, never quit, stick to it and just keep on going. Simple as that. You've heard it before. Probably, you know, someone else probably said it, but the fact that people don't do it and, 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 don't follow. Uh, you know, it's 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 as if you've never heard it at all. So uh, you heard it from me. You heard it from other people. So go do it. <laughs> Absolutely, Sam. I think that's another great message, right? So they just
0: listen it over and over again, but they just don't follow it, right? Yeah, it's so basic, right? And. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Sam. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. We love the content which you have just provided. And everyone, again, just to mention, go and subscribe the Quark Brothers YouTube channel. You will love the content. And again, Sam, thank you so much for being on time and providing amazing content for us and a lot of information for our podcast listeners. And guys, hope you enjoyed this amazing podcast session and look forward for the next podcast session, guys. And Sam, have a great day. Peace. All right, take care.